Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Selling Fort Wayne podcast with myself, Tyler Morningstar. And hi, it's me, Carrie Morningstar. We are two real estate agents here in Fort Wayne. We are with Century 21 Bradley. And uh, yeah, all seven of you that might listen to this, thank you. (laughs) It's not for lack of interesting information, because I will say I think we're going to be giving you a lot of positive, direct, informative information in these podcasts to come so please listen share and also we're sponsored by nobody (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna happen though anyway so let's just get right into it we're gonna talk about two topics here one is buying versus renting and kind of a general overview it's not gonna get super super specific Um, and then steps to buying a home so the average rent in Fort Wayne as of today is $829. But I feel like that's kind of a little misleading because if you're going into an apartment complex and wanting a two bedroom, it's like $1,100. And if you want a garage on top of that, that's another 150 a month. So depending on what you're looking for, uh, but the 829 is actually just a average. Correct. (laughs) That's why I said the average rent. At that 829 price point, and you make a good point, we don't know what you're getting with 829. For two years, you have spent just shy of $20,000. And what do you get? Dun, 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 nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we think as real estate agents, it behooves you as a, as a client or customer to look at possibly buying a home. And not everybody can do that and everyone's ready Maybe they've got a job that moves them around a lot or their credit's just not where it needs to be. But if if buying a home is a real possibility for you, strongly consider that as opposed to renting. I feel like if you're renting, you know, you're just kind of throwing money away. You just don't really get your equity back in your house. I think about the time, Tyler, when you were getting married and you weren't in real estate yet and you and Stephanie were out looking at apartments And at the time, a two-bedroom was about $800. And I said, hey, why are you doing that? Of course, it hurt my feelings, mom being in real estate, that they didn't come and talk to me (laughs) first. But I said, why are you doing that? So we ended up going and looking at homes. A lot of homes. A lot of homes, which we don't have that right now, but inventory-wise. But we looked at a lot of homes, and they ended up getting a two-bedroom bungalow in a great area with a one-car garage, and it was less than $500 a month versus they were going to have to pay $800 plus. And, um, you know, if they wanted a garage, it was going to be additional monies on top of that. So the monies that they saved allowed them to move uh, into a bigger home in a shorter amount of time because of the equity that they acquired from the house. Well, and then kind of, if you would, also kind of talk about tax breaks. Well, and that's the that's the best part about it too. First of all, 
a lot of your closing costs will be that you're going to have to pay are going to be uh, able to be written off. The other thing, too, is you have a tax break. So you will get to, to claim that money off of your taxes. Every year, you know, they ask you, what did you pay for your property tax? And the best thing about living in Allen County is we're very fortunate because we have extremely low taxes. The most taxes you're going to pay in a house is 1% of the purchase price. A lot of states, including some that border us, they have school taxes in there. They have all other types of taxes in their property tax. And we're very fortunate not to have that. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's definitely true. The other thing, too, that's nice when you rent or excuse me, when you buy is you don't have to abide by anyone's necessarily rules. You have a landlord that you've got to call and see if things are OK or depend on if something gets broken and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. You or how can, about being uh, like on the bottom floor and the upstairs person is so loud you can hear them walk across the 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 flooring or you can hear them coughing yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. nothing's worse than that, especially during COVID. Well, also, too, if, you know, if you've been there a while, you may get the bug to want to improve the house. You may want to redecorate or put some money to the house. But if you're renting a house or an apartment, that just doesn't make any sense. Um, so you're not going to have the ability to do that. You own a house, you do what you want with it. New kitchen, new flooring, you name it. Or you're watching HGTV and they're telling you to paint your you know, bedroom purple. You're going to be able to do that. You own the home. Mm -hmm. So those are a few things that we like with buying versus renting. We, again, it's not going to be an exhaustive list. We're just trying to get that conversation going, maybe get some wheels turning on your end. Again, all seven of you that are listening to this podcast. There might be eight by now. Yeah, probably eight. But that kind of segues us into the steps to actually buying a home. And I'll take step one and Carrie over there can take step two. Step one is talk to a real estate agent. So if you don't know a real estate agent, you're listening to two right now, give us a call. <laughs> but, if, but if you do talk to an agent or, or if you have a very uh, close friend, a trusted friend who is somebody who just went through that process, ask them about their experience, about their agent. Get a good quality agent that's going to listen to you and help guide you. The next thing you want to do is talk to a loan officer. And typically a real estate agent will have uh, someone to uh, direct you to, but I think talking to a loan officer is going to be extremely important because they're going to tell you what you can afford, you know, and what do you feel comfortable for a monthly uh, house payment. Uh, they're also going to talk to you about your closing cost, what you're going to need for a down payment. And another thing that's extremely important is what kind of program. You know, there's so many programs for first-time homebuyers or the VA where you don't need any money down. And we're going to be talking about that a lot the next time because we're going to have a loan officer on our podcast and maybe by then we'll be to 10 people. <laughs> so another thing to consider too are loan officers and their lending institutions have different programs. So some might have some that are catered for teachers or they might have some special deal with uh, if you are self-employed, they might have some type of program for you there. Uh, and sometimes they have down payment assistance. I mean, there's all kinds of options and no lending institution is the same as another. So I strongly would encourage you to shop around, at least talk to two or three and, and, and see what benefits you or what helps you the most in your current situation. The other thing too is when that's done, you're going to get a pre-approval letter. And in our market today, uh, because we have such a low inventory, all offers 
you are going to want to put a pre-approval letter with your offer so they know that you are good for the loan because they're not even going to look at your offer unless they know you have a pre-approval letter that you've talked to a lender and that on your part, you're just as serious as the seller is. So, or vice versa. So that that's something that's going to be equally as important because once you've sat with that loan officer and they've gone through your good faith estimate telling you what the costs are, then he'll get a, or she will get a pre-approval letter together for you. Well, an- another thing too that I have ran into it, and I'm sure you have too, is you, you talk to somebody about buying a house and you get them excited about it and then they go talk to a loan officer and the loan officer says, not yet. Right. And I've had people get to that point and they just fall off the face of the earth because they just they feel like I don't know if they feel extremely disappointed or maybe it's too much to take on right now or, or whatever the reason is. If you meet with a good loan officer and you're not ready to be pre-approved, they will come up with an action plan for you to knock out the things you need to do to get to that point. So don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. I mean, it happens to a lot of people. You're not alone. You're there's a lot of people in that situation. My point being is don't disappear. Stay on it and you'll get there. You just have to follow along the guidelines they gave you and you'll get there. And it's worth it. It's worth it to do that. I don't want it to be all about, you know, what all the things you need to do too because there are fun parts to it too. Like what are you looking for? Are you looking for how many bedrooms? Do you want a garage? Do you want gas forestry and central air? Are you okay with electric heat? I mean those are things that we're gonna sit down and go down line by line and get the details of the things that you're interested in. That's the fun part. And then the fun part is once we have this all packaged put together, then we're gonna go out and start looking at homes. In our market it might be a home. But we're going to go and look at homes. And then that's a, that's a learning process, too, because that helps us as a real estate agent when we're going into the home that you say, I like this, but I don't like this, or I want more of an open concept, or I want cathedral ceilings. I don't like eight-foot ceilings. So that way, we get to know what you're looking for, too. So if something pops up, we can say right away, hey, listen, let's go look at this house. This looks like exactly what you're looking for. So it gives us a, a chance to just get to know you better. Well, I tell clients I consider myself a real estate Pandora. So like the mm-hmm. more that I get to to go out with them, I can hear what they like or what they don't like. I start to fine tune and I kind of know what would be interesting and what would not be interesting. And I think, again, that's that kind of trans, transitions into one of the things that I think is really important make sure that whenever you are dealing with a real estate agent, whether it's myself or my mom, whoever it is, make sure they are actually listening to you. I have come across a lot of people who have had bad experiences because they felt like they weren't being listened to or they weren't being served. And it was not an enjoyable experience. So again, whether it's myself, Carrie, anybody you use, just, just make sure they are taking the time to really listen to your wants and serving your needs. I just think that's really important. Well, it's a team effort. Yeah, and, definitely. And, that, and that's, I'm surprised Coach Morningstar didn't bring that up. <laughs> it's a team effort because... I coach basketball for any of you that don't know me. I coach high school basketball, so... It's a team effort because if the two of you are not communicating properly or there, there's sometimes um, personality conflicts, mm-hmm. you know, don't be don't be alarmed that if, you know, you're not connecting personality wise, move on to the next person, interview the next person to make sure that they're really looking out for you in your best behalf. Because one of the most important things when we're talking about buying and, and renting, you know, buying buying versus renting is a lot of times a home, this is a savings account. 
Mm. Because it's such a large transaction that, you know, getting equity in the home is maybe the only way they're going to be able to save. So the, what will happen is um, we want to make sure it's the right house, the best location, the things that fit your needs, and to make sure that there's going to be a resale value for you because nothing's worse than purchasing a home and you're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. So this look at this as kind of a savings. So when you're looking at renting versus buying, you're going, hey, that $20,000 that I just spent in the last two years, I might get 8000 of it in equity. Mm-hmm. You know, that I now have 8000 towards a savings account or whatever the, the dollar might be. But that's something to look at, too. It might be a forced savings for you. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one of the last points we want to touch on is, you know, coming up with that action plan. And this, again, it all it all ties together. Come up with an action plan with your agent. You know, I have some clients that are very laid back. They prefer that I don't reach out to them all the time or talk to them all the time. I've got other clients who they want me to touch base with them every day, just saying, hello, what do you need? Anything like that. It's what's important to you. Our job is to serve you and your needs and to get you to where you want to be. That's our job. One of my taglines I always say to people is, thank you for allowing me to work for you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what your agent should be doing is looking out for your best behalf. They're working for you. They're making sure that your best interest is there. So when you're out interviewing, make sure that you call Tyler or myself, and then you can call <laughs> somebody else as well as if you want to. So like Carrie talked about before, we're going to have a loan officer on with us on the next show. And they're going to kind of break down some questions. Um, They're going to break down some of the programs that they offer. And we're going to have more than one loan officer on here. You know, I just got done telling you, talk to two or three loan officers. We're going to talk to two or three or four or five loan officers. We want to try to give anybody out there who is listening, who maybe finds this podcast interesting, options. Our job is to try to educate you uh, and try to get you to know what's going on in the real estate world. And just, again, try to help in any way that we can. We're here to help. That's literally our job. And future podcasts, we're going to have many different types of visitors and Mm -hmm. vendors that will all pertain to either our community, real estate, something that we, again, we're going to find people that will be interesting or something that will be beneficial to you. Because again, that's how Tyler and I work. We want to make sure that we're working on your best behalf. So again, this is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This is the Morningstar Real Estate Team uh, I'm Tyler Morningstar. You can get a hold of me at my my email accounts, tylermorningstar at gmail.com. My phone number is 260-433-5385. And I'm Carrie Morningstar, Morningstar at gmail.com. And that's K-E-R-R-I, Morningstar, all one word at gmail. And my telephone number is 260-410-8294. Looking forward to hearing from you. 